This episode is a special edition recorded live in the Podcast Town Studios at the Idea Collective Retreat for Small Business Owners. The Idea Collective community is the business family you choose to build your business. Small business doesn't have to be so hard. Learn more about our fast-growing and fun group at ideacoachmedia.com slash idea. Now, on with the show. Where you end up is not where you began. Anna and I talked about her background, how she's got started, and how that has molded her into the professional that she is today. So, Ann, tell us about how you got started. Well, my first job ever was I was a housekeeper uh, for a luxury chain of motels, and they were brand new. It was uh, probably 1990, and I made $4.75 an hour, which was 50 cents over minimum. So, Already, I was walking on air, right? I made more money than my friends. But what I loved about being a housekeeper in such, such a, in a place like that was I could see everything from the front end to the back end and seeing how things functioned in the back of the house. It was almost like we had all these different conductors of a symphony. Whether it was the executive chef, the head housekeeper, um, everybody played their part. And the goal always, no matter who was doing what, was to make sure that the guest had a great experience. And the front desk people had a major influence on how I perceived everything. It was, it was really cool. And that's kind of what got me hooked on being in hospitality is that there's so many things that go into a great restaurant that really you never want the guest to see. You want them to feel it and experience it. Feelings and experiences are important in not only everyday life, but in everything that we do, whether it's business or whether you're a business professional. Anne talks about her music background and how that has set her up for success for what she does now. <laughs> well. I think music is probably the only thing that touches people a little bit more than food. I mean, food is where it's at. You prepare a meal for somebody, it's like giving them a hug. And, and that's what I think makes restaurant owners unique. But music is such a one-on-one -on -one connection. It gives us an opportunity to express ourselves, whether we're making the music or listening to the music. And Playing in a band for 15 years uh, across the state of Wisconsin and across northern Illinois, I've learned how to approach different venue owners. I've learned how to interact with different audiences. It's really been a great teaching tool for a professional experience because you have to be able to think on your feet. You know, performing a show at one o'clock in the afternoon is a whole lot different than starting at 11 at night. <laughs> you got to be ready for anything. <laughs> mm -hmm. So how'd you get started in music? My grandfather was a professional musician in Milwaukee, and he was the only person who believed that a 12-year-old girl should have an electric guitar. He took me shopping for my first guitar, and I wanted one so bad, and I didn't have the money. I had a paper route. And he said, look, I'll make you a deal. Whatever you come up with, I will match. So at the end of summer, 
we go to the music store. I find the guitar that I want. And I had something like 120 bucks, and the guitar was 300 bucks. And I said, man, short. And Elsie, this is the truth. I'm walking around this music store. I had 120 bucks plus grandpa's 120 bucks. When I think of what actually happened, I was $20 short. So I'm moping around the music store and got my shoulders all slumped. And what do I find on, on the floor? A $20 bill. Mm-hmm. You know, I was damn 30 years old before I figured out that my grandpa dropped that 20. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and oddly enough, the guy who sold the guitar to me, I ran into him, and I'm friends with him now. But I ran into him, and I told him this story. He said, oh, yeah, you didn't know that? I mean, like, he and my grandpa worked it all out. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> so how did you find out? Did your grandpa just one day tell no, you? No, I figured it out. I was, I was 30 five or so when I figured out that my grandfather, re I mean, that just told me how much he wanted me to, to continue to play music and to play music. And that guitar has been on every major gig with me. It's, it's been at Summerfest. It's been at the Budweiser Pavilion. It's, it's recorded on my record and I'll never get rid of it. I still have it. Music is the closest thing to giving somebody a hug. And marketing is very similar. It is about how and what you make people feel. We talk about Anne's marketing business and how she makes people feel. With the restaurant business, it is. It's very much like giving people a hug because food brings people together. We have our holidays that we get together over, whether it's a winter holiday or a summer holiday, where it's not get-together without so-and-so's dish, right? You look forward to that. Food becomes very much a tradition. And restaurants have the opportunity and often do become somebody's tradition. We have those restaurants that we go to to celebrate occasions. We have the restaurants that we go to on Friday nights. We have the places that we gather with friends. And more and more, I think what we see is we see people celebrating the end of their lives at a certain restaurant or with food from a certain restaurant. In the restaurant business, you get a front row seat to all those great occasions, happy, sad, whatever. And it's an honor, I think, for our industry to be a part of somebody's life, so ingrained into what they do. What I want to do in the marketing kitchen is help those restaurant owners that are hugging people every day with their menu and their food. I want to help them hug more people and spread their arms out and maybe a tighter hug, a bigger, tighter bear hug. <laughs> I'm always curious about what drives people, what motivates them. Why do you do what you do? Because I love everything about the food business and I love everything that happens behind the scenes. You know, a restaurant owner or a general manager has so much to figure out in a day. And I think what I really love most about the business is not the food itself, right? Because anybody can serve a delicious hamburger. Anybody can serve a delicious fish fry. However, it takes a very special breed of cat to serve excellent customer service. There's something about people in the restaurant and hospitality business that makes them tick differently 
than other folks. And you have to care, which they do, and you want people to have a great time. It's from how you're greeted to how you're treated and how they say goodbye to you. And I love that because that's a very, like it's an empath personality almost, right? And you can identify those people right away, right? You can tell if they're really into what they're doing or if they're just punching a clock. Not a knock on clock punchers, right? However, the person who can just smile at you in that certain way and the person who can welcome you in that certain way, it's amazing. It's That's what I love about it is the people. It's not the food business. It's the people business for sure. And um, those are my people. We talk about ticking differently and overcoming challenges. Here's what Ann had to say. How do you overcome challenges, right? You've, you've been through a few things in your journey. What would be the top piece of, of advice that you would give somebody who is struggling? If you're struggling, don't try to fix it yourself. Sometimes the more we ruminate on something and the more we keep it to ourselves because we want to look like we got it together, right? If you're a business owner, you can't go to the water cooler like your employees do and bitch. You don't want people to know that work for you. You don't want them to know that you're worried about making payroll. You don't want them to know that you've got a real problem client. You don't want people to know that you got some debt that you're not sure how to pay. So you keep it inside. But you really are doing yourself a a disservice by that because if you build a network of people around you and you kind of get that stuff out of your head, it gets smaller. A problem can take up a lot of space in a small space, right? Our brains, as big as they are, it's a small space. But when you say it out loud, you kind of set it free into the universe, right? And it gets smaller because the universe is a big place. And if you've got people that can help you figure out how to solve the problem, it's going to happen so much faster. You know, if, if you leave it to yourself to fix on your own, it's not going to work out the way you want it to. Find people that you can trust and find people that you respect and talk to them. They'll, they want to help you because we're all rooting for each other. When we're business owners, there's like this kind of, oh, yeah, doesn't matter what kind of business you own. I remember going to some of my first networking groups and I'd say, well, I just started. And then people who have been in business for themselves for like 10 years kind of give you that, oh, yeah. They remember and they identify with that. And those people are like, hey, if I can help you, let me know. And they mean it. They mean it because I think we all want to try to shorten that that painful growth stage for other people because we know what it's been like. Why? Why should other people have to experience it that way? There's two kinds of people in the world. And there's a person that says, well, I had it rough, so everybody should have it rough. And then there's people who say, I had it rough and I don't want anybody else to feel like that. Find the people like that. 
Sage advice. I had a, a very wise mentor once tell me, Elsie, find your own potholes to fall into. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you so much for your time. And uh, before we go, I want to just uh, give a quick shout out to the Idea Collective. Yes. Um, as you're talking about being um, uh, around other business owners who get it, the Idea Collective is that place. If people want to reach out, to learn more about what you do or to say hi. How can I do that? My website is marketingkitchen.agency. Again, that's marketingkitchen.agency. Or um, I'm I'm on LinkedIn. If you can figure out how to spell Rackawiki and find me on LinkedIn, <laughs> more power to you. But no, it's it's Anne and then the last name is Rackawiki, R-A-K-O-W-I-E-C-K-I. Awesome. Thank you again, Anne. Thank you for listening to this special edition recorded live in the Podcast Town studios at the Idea Collective Retreat for Small Business Owners. Podcast Town is your complete podcasting solution to help you grow your show. Get help to launch, book, produce, monetize, and more. Podcast Town makes it easy. Just show up and perform. Learn more at podcasttown.net.